Hello and welcome to Funny Science Fiction, the live edition. All right, welcome to the Funny Science Fiction Podcast Live Edition. That's right, where teleporter mishaps are viewed as an opportunity, not necessarily a tragedy. I mean, after all, we do support the Red Shirt Widows and Orphans Fund, and that supports the families of those tragedies. Now, as a reminder as well, if you purchase some really awesome Red Shirt Widows and Orphans Fund merchandise, well, that's going to help a real a real charity, and that supports Wish Upon a Teen. And that real charity, well, it needs your help. If you do that, if you go and buy some really cool merch, and I'm going to show it to you right here, right now. There you go. It not only comes as a t-shirt, but you can get it as a hoodie, a sticker, a mug, a mask, pretty much anything you want it as. If you were to uh, purchase one of those fine items, 100% of the proceeds goes to help Wish Upon a Teen and helping some sick kids. So buy a cool shirt, help some sick kids. It's a win-win. You know, the teleporter mishaps, I was thinking about a teleporter mishap that I would not view as an opportunity. Is the one from Galaxy Quest when they uh, teleport in the pig and it teleports <laughs> inverted and explodes. So anyway, before we get well, not, into well, the clearly <laughs> not all not all teleporter option opportunities but are opportunities. An exploded but, yeah. pig just makes you one step closer to having bacon. So it, it wasn't that kind of pig, but <laughs> I know. <laughs> before I we get into before we get into tonight's show, we need to say our thanks to our show partners, River City Tees and Level Up Lightsabers. And let's roll that beautiful nerd footage. That's just too With over 700 designs to choose from, River City Tees has something for everyone. Need some new nerd merch? River City Tees has you covered. Need funny or sarcastic designs? River City Tees has you covered. Are you looking for a new logo or custom design? Whether you need one or 100, River City Tees has you covered. With multiple colors and options for each and every design. With things to choose from like shirts, hoodies, phone cases, coffee mugs, and so much more. Be sure to follow River City Tees on Facebook and Instagram. If you do, you'll get the latest on designs and information about upcoming sales. River City Tees. Let's make a shirt together. Sorry, just excited. What <laughs> happens? You know what's coming next. I do! Alright. Level, Level up like Savers! Yes, we'll, we will give a warm welcome to our show, or to the guest of our show. Uh, today we have Phil Better, podcaster extraordinaire, oh host you know of I mean? the I'm Phil just Better doing some uh, content, you know, for for the internet because I'm 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 a geek like that. So yeah. <laughs> well, we could have been like waving or something if we, you know. I, sorry, I was planning on doing it before, but I was so uh, so amazed. Hold on, we'll take a picture of this. That's even better. Exactly. Take Hi. a picture of, of you taking a picture of taking. It'll be great. Okay, flip it around. Everybody wave. There we go. Got that for the Insta. Got to do it for the Insta or the gram. Just a bunch of blurred kid. hands. Yeah, just yeah. a whole bunch of blurred hands. Well, see, like... <laughs> yeah, that was why I did just the the hand up because then it it looks oh. like I'm waving, but it's blur. It's not blurry. What's really funny is I have a friend that's a magician and when he was first going on stage and that, and he was like, look, I want to impress my mob. So he got half the crowd to have their hands closed. Like they were clapping the other half open. So it looked like they were clapping as he took the picture. Ooh. Genius man. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> sorry. That, totally Before off topic. we actually get into whatever we're talking about tonight, I have to say, I love the, ch the shirt choice, Phil. 
Thank you. Since mine is the I am the mother, and then underneath it it says I have spoken. Ah. Which, of course, my kid doesn't care about, but whatever. <laughs> Kids don't really care about much. They like, don't. <laughs> they don't. They don't. They, they're like, you're my, like, I, I, I always love watching the celebrity uh, interviews when they have kids. And then the, the, the host is like, so what does your kids think of you being an, this super amazing action star? That oh, I know. My kids could care less. Could you care? No. Absolute favorite. Your mom or dad. My absolute favorite is Kristen Bell's daughters. So she's the voice of Anna from Frozen. Yeah. And they made her dress up as Elsa for their birthday party. Her oldest wanted her in an Elsa dress for her birthday party. It's like, I am literally Anna and you don't care at all. That's fantastic. <laughs> there, I, there was a, oh, I can't remember. I was watching it yesterday and he's in Frozen 2 and the daughters wanted to go see it. And the middle child just, when he, his character appears in the voice, he, she just got up and she's like, you did not tell me you were in this movie. And she just storms out of the theater. <laughs> well, you know, little kids, awesome. and, little kids and drunks, they're the most honest people in the entire world. They're the only people I trust. <laughs> not with they my life no or anything, but with the truth. Only with the truth. Oh, yeah. Because they have no filter. Mm -mm. You love them, but no filters. Yeah, I love how both safe. me and Tim are drinking from our own mugs. Well, that's because, you know, representation matters. I'm just drinking from a Baby Yoda cup, but then you can't see Baby Yoda because of my green screen. Well, you can kind of I see it. If you, if you of, hold it right there. Sort of, he's sort good. of there. Yeah. Yes. I get to see some of your be bedroom, apparently. <laughs> it says, protect, attack, take naps. There you go. Hey, that's we have nice. somebody else in the back room that needs to be introduced as well. What? He actually showed up. We have a Max. <laughs> oh, Never actually cool. finished Phil's intro. But well, that's, that's how I work. I don't have an intro. We got I'm just feel better. Just my name is enough. You it should it be makes enough. Me feel better. It, it makes <laughs> thing. Tim. Hey, I'm a dad. I make dad jokes. It's what I, I was do. gonna do it. <laughs> You're not a dad. You can't make dad. No, you can't I'm make not. dad jokes. You can make mom jokes, but mom jokes are really sophisticated. Dad <laughs> jokes are just universally puns. I feel better. Your podcast Sunday to make us better. Yes. I'm going to be on uh, Jason's podcast yeah, Sunday. So three geeks. And, and person. go ahead. All right. So we are going to give a lukewarm welcome to our um, now late guest, Max, from <laughs> one of the 72 hosts of the Three Geeks podcast. I think they're all drummers or bass players because none of them can count. But hey, he's here. So let's welcome Max. There are what? 74 geeks, thank you very much. And we <laughs> aren't you Mr. Prince? I, I love the angle um, of Max's camera. It's like very voyeuristic. Yeah. <laughs> well, how are you doing, I, man? I'm so sorry. I am so sorry. I had a rough day at work and I'm just like decompressing at home. I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to take a take a breath. And then it's like, oh yeah, you're supposed to be doing something right now. It's I'm not really allowed. You're not allowed to breathe, it's, Max. It's seven o'clock. <laughs> what was I supposed to be doing? Wait, we're allowed to breathe? <laughs> no yeah. one told me we're allowed to breathe. No, you have to be on all the time. Uh, apparently, uh, <laughs> Kathleen, you're not even allowed to make mom jokes. Um, uh, your cohabitational partner says that mom jokes are horrible, but dad I jokes think, are great. I think mom jokes are, are like they have that little bit of it's just a little too personal, you know. Like a dad joke is just like a bad pun or something, but a mom joke is like cutting to you in some deep personal way, and and then that's why mom jokes are uh, usually coded in passive aggressiveness. Oh yeah, yeah it's, yes, it's dripping. Yes. No, it's not coded. It's dripping in <laughs> passive aggressiveness. It's like that drunk uncle at like Thanksgiving. You know, I never really loved Durant. You know, his mom is a little more subtle, but you can still feel that passive aggressiveness just dripping off the joke. You're like, Ma, are you sure you don't want to talk about something? No, I'm fine. Are you upset about something? No, no. What would make you think I'm upset? <laughs> I'm sorry, we're picking on Kathleen here. If you I, I don't, don't know why I'm upset, her. that's part of the reason yeah. I'm upset. I don't oh want to God, say that so that was the actual conversation we had around our house yesterday, but it was. Anyway, <laughs> and I am the so wife doesn't watch this, right, Tim? Am, oh, she does. I am so oh, in no, trouble when I get you. home. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, baby. It's all my all right. fault. Whatever, just blame the Canadian. That's how 
world usually uh, works. I I started that before you even came on the show tonight. I'm like, whatever gets said, it's still fault. <laughs> All right, John also says, I never said that she couldn't tell mom jokes. I know better than to try to tell Kathleen what she can or can't do. Well, he's probably not wrong. See, that's a smart man in a relationship. <laughs> you can tell. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you can yep. tell that he was trained properly by either his part by his partner or his mother. Um <laughs> his, I have to give his mom credit. She did the absolute best with what she was given. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Well, let's, let's just remember, Kathleen, she didn't have a choice. You did. <laughs> that, is, that is true. That is true. Oh. <laughs> oh. I'm sure Kathleen can spell the right your, though, Jason. I saw oh. that. And there it is. Oh. I wasn't going to say anything. And Jason, his uh, name I is am. I am. I am upset, like, in public. Like, it's okay when you do that that dumb there, 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 your, your, and your stuff, like, in our private chat. But in public, Jason, come on. <laughs> I like and, and I like so you, you too. You have a new thing. John, you John I hope, I wish we could meet in person. And you know, we could. what cracks me up right now, too, is John's little profile picture that shows up in the corner when Tim puts his comments up. He is wearing my moose hat that I bought. In Ontario. <laughs> he has a moose hat. He is wearing you a moose hat. It's a moose hat. Sorry, it's not moose. We call them mises here because they're pretty much giant rodents. <laughs> they, they are pretty massive. No, no, you don't understand how... It's okay. Jason would like us all to know that he didn't write your or your... <laughs> R-I-G-H-T. I love it. I love it. I love it. It's like a dad joke written down. Uh, all right. Well, it hurts to look at. <laughs> Let's talk just about makes my heart grow are ashamed of you. I, I mean, I could sit here and talk about Jason all night and his inability to like solid uh, actors. I can do it in but, one sentence. Oh God. <laughs> He's from Ohio. And hey, oh. Cedar Point in Ohio <laughs> is the bomb Ohio, diggity. <laughs> Max is like, wait a second. <laughs> no, you, see, you just no, live. I, I, it's I, okay. Yeah, I'm not from Ohio. I wasn't born here, so I, I don't well, have to take offense to that. Yeah, but no, you no. did choose to move to Ohio. So what does that say no, about no, you? That was my parents' choice. I've just lived here for most of my life. I mean, it's not, I, didn't, I didn't get to make the decision. I'm just where I am. I like how he's like, this was not a choice. I was abducted here. There was nothing else I could do about yeah. it. You're and, a grown-ass uh, man. I you can roots, move. And I made roots, and uh, I'm going to stay. All right, so let's talk well, about what we're going to Ohio. Let's talk about what we're going to talk about tonight. Our, our, uh, the reason we invited you guys on the show, not just for this fun banter, uh, although I'm enjoying this greatly. Wait, wait, wait. Well, hold on. It feels like, wait a second. There's more? There's more than more? just banter in life? Uh, Holy I was, shit. Yeah, I was only told about banter. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Max is from the show that doesn't have notes. So, of course, he doesn't understand that we're going to talk about something other than um, We're going to talk know, about I stuff? Am... My they favorite. Do call me notebook and pen guy because I have a. They do call you notebook pen and guy. I think you everyone, call yourself that mostly, but everyone calls me that. <laughs> I got you beat. I got so someone over there trying to be extra, but it's cool. My quality, quality over quantity. All right. Oh no, quality those are for each good. one of my shows. <laughs> I, I have four shows that I have to take notes on. I went from having one. My previous statement. I, I went from having one one notebook for each show to one giant white binder with dividers inside the binder. So yeah. <laughs> no, because I I take uh, I uh, when I'm interviewing on my shows. No one calls him that, but he's trying to get the name to stick. You know what, Max? I'm going to call you the pen and paper guy. Okay, pen and paper guy. Just like they do oh, out there in Newfoundland. Um, but I take I I I, st I timestamp every episode when I ask a question because there's certain questions that I need to hit and I'm lazy so I do the lazy editing <laughs> of my own podcast. <laughs> where <laughs> look, I make sure it sounds okay. The first 20 minutes, it sounds perfect, good, yay. But like taking out the ums and these, I have no time for that. I used to do that. It took me three hours on an hour podcast. Fuck that shit. Are we allowed to swear? No, we'd prefer no. you didn't use the big one. No, I did. Freak out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I should have asked before we started. It happened. I thought I said something to you. No worries. You know, we had estimated that Max would be the one to slip on the swearing tonight, and I tried to tell Tim to put our our 
link to buy me a coffee in the chat. And every time you guys swore, you'd have to buy us coffee. I get paid on Thursday. I'll uh, buy you guys a coffee. No, I'm not that rich, but uh, <laughs> happy to hit the, happy it was to hit just going to be incentive uh, for you. She suggested that earlier, and I'm like, I will never have to buy another coffee in my life. <laughs> yeah, I have a mouth like a sailor. I will never sleep again. <laughs> I, I could probably like I could probably swing it if I bought stock in Starbucks like right now, and then uh, and, and carry the, the free coffees. Yeah, I, I I always go for the 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 oh, highest no. tier. I just go. I'm a Canadian. I have to go for gold, even though we never get gold, unless it's hockey. Hey, you just women's rule. soccer got gold this year. You yeah, of course. Game. My favorite though from the Olympics is the uh, the 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 uh, Asian. Uh, swimmer from Canada who was like couldn't tell that she won gold because she doesn't have her glasses on. That's how like, oh, she's, like squinting. She's like, did I win? I don't know. <laughs> I just love it because it's like a nerd. Is it happy like to be here? Yeah, she's like, I'm just happy to be able to swim with you guys, and I I, I won. I can't see the board. Tell me if I won. You know, it's like it's something like every nerd would probably end up happening. Like, I, I, am I the only one without glasses? <laughs> Yeah, I just realized. Yeah, I'm yeah, the only... much, yeah. Uh, no, we all Jake took it. Pers- we all took it incredibly <laughs> personally. I know. I, I yeah. I'm gonna <laughs> shut up now and drink. <laughs> all right. So we tonight, the whole the whole purpose of our show, we are a sci-fi show. So let's get onto some sci-fi. Hate to cut everybody off, but let's let's get onto that. All right. <laughs> Wait nice. a topic. I know. I know. I hate on, to be that guy, but I'm gonna be that guy. <laughs> All right, so let's talk. We want to talk about uh, the often overlooked or underappreciated versions of sci-fi, whether they're on movie screens or on television screens. Something about this movie or this show that, no matter how good or bad it is, keeps us coming back. Because I say or bad because the the, the what I pick for tonight is typically considered and has been horribly reviewed by everybody out there in the world. But I picked it anyway, and it's not Dune. So um, <laughs> just want to throw that out there. Seems like a good option, to, you know, to, time to throw that out. But you said underrated, and Dune is overrated. Hey, um, hey, hey, the books are good. Oh, okay. <laughs> Glasses and no swearing, Phil. Apparently those are my requirements to be on the show. <laughs> and he's on. All right, he gets to stay. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be very uncomfortable, but okay. <laughs> no, you need the the, the guy's glasses with the nose and the mustache. Forty-five minutes later, Phil's there going, "I've got pins and needles. <laughs> I have no arms. I have no arms." All right, so um, I decided that uh, what we'll do tonight is we'll, we'll each kind of take our turn. Everybody can talk about what they're going on, what they got going on, and and if uh, anybody else agrees or disagrees with with our pick, we can of course chime in with that. Uh, but Max, you, you're typically good with no warning on on uh, <laughs> what to do because I've seen you on Three Geeks go. No, I don't need prep time. Go ahead, let's do this. <laughs> so, so Max prep gets time. to go first. What's that? Prep time. I don't need no stinking prep time. Um, yeah, just roll with it. All right. So, Max, talk to us about Ender's Game. Um, yeah, Ender's Game, it was a book before it was a movie. Uh, the movie didn't exactly do it justice, but uh, I feel like they got a, a couple key things right in the movie. And uh, it was made in 2013. It's got um, Ben Kingsley in it. Uh, and uh, what's her name? I'm sorry. Haley Steinfeld, Harrison yeah. Ford is in this one. Yes, Abigail Breslin. Um, it's got a, a you know pretty solid cast, and um, yeah, I, I, I enjoyed it. I, I didn't think I would enjoy it at all because I generally hate everything that's kind of my deal. But um, no, I, I enjoyed this one, and uh, <laughs> and uh, I, I feel like it does fly under the radar. But there's like there's one. It's sort of like Full Metal Jacket, where you know, like, where they're in training camp, it's one movie, and then when they go do the other thing, it's a whole other movie. Um, so the, the the training camp part is the the best part of it. Uh, they do leave a lot of stuff out of the <laughs> from the book. The book's a little more adult than than they wanted to, you know, to get PG thirteen and get everybody in there. But um, 
Yeah, no, I, I just really enjoyed the movie, and I like a lot of the actors in it. And I thought, um, you know, as far as an adaptation goes, they they did hit some nails on the head, and I I just appreciate that. Okay. Um, I, the uh, the scene where they gotta like navigate through the their own like uh, little obstacle course area, and they're all like making a big ball, and the, the physics is what I love because like it's an actual space physics. So they're jumping off, and that's causing them to move in a certain way. And another person will jump off, and 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 just so they can get down to their objective. It was just really, really cool. I thought that was very, very well done. And uh, that's like the the shining star of the movie. But uh, it's just still a solid flick. You can check it out. Okay. Now, did you, you read have... the book at all? Yes, I, I read two of the books. There's a there's a crap ton of them. Um, <laughs> yeah, he, he was a prolific writer, or or a Scott Wells, Orson Scott Wells was a prolific writer. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, it's, uh, but um, there's uh, yeah. So Ender's Game is the first book. It's it's really like I, if you're gonna read them, any of them, I say just read that one. You don't really need to read any of the, the next ones. But uh, that one was very well done. There's a lot of interesting concepts in the book. They cannot put that into movies. <laughs> uh, so it is missing some if you're like one of those 100% like, I can't believe they, you know, this is not my Ender's game. Uh, if you're one of those people, like it doesn't hit that mark, but it, I, I still thought it was pretty good. Well, that, and that's why I asked because now I personally love the movie. I think it's a really good show. Uh, I bought the movie. Because I thought it was so good. Right. Plus, it has Harrison Ford yeah. in it, or also known. You can to never Kathleen. go wrong with Harrison Ford. If it has Harrison Ford in it, you're nearly guaranteed a good movie. Uh, six days, seven nights would argue with you. See, yeah, that's not a movie. That exists. It doesn't exist. <laughs> it doesn't exist. <laughs> it doesn't exist. <laughs> Fair it's enough. It's Mandela effect. It never happened. <laughs> I'm okay. You know what? I'm okay with that because that's hot garbage. Doesn't even. <laughs> I'd watch Dune before I watched that. Um, the remake or the original? Either. Uh, I'm almost, almost excited about the remake of Dune. Almost. Look, it but has Denis Villeneuve directing it, a Canadian. I'm, I'm happy. But uh, but yeah, so I, I I liked the movie, but I I I'm not much of a reader. I don't. My daughter is. My daughter is like a crazy level reader. But she is afraid of watching the movie now because she's read the book and she hates watching movie adaptations of books because there's always something that's left out. And then, of course, she did some Google searching uh, and found out there was all these. And I, I'm like, don't do that. That that ruins it right there. You know? Yeah. yeah. And, I, and Phil, people are, are uh, clamoring in about uh, your your statement about Harrison Ford guaranteeing a good movie. Uh, <laughs> apparently, Hollywood Homicide. I'm sorry, and... that was a fun movie. Indiana Jones, uh, if you... That didn't happen. Wow. Um, again, Mandela okay, effect. But Kingdom of the Crystal Skull is Shia LaBeouf's problem, not Harris yeah. Ford's. Yeah. No, actually, no, I really liked the movie. I actually liked Kingdom of the Crystal Skull until the very what? end when the aliens come. <laughs> really? Yeah. 100%. Yep. Look, I'm okay the, with like the, the whole... Shia LaBeouf Tarzan doesn't get it for you. <laughs> I chose to ignore that and the fact that the ants eating the dude whole, which is completely irresponsible. But yeah. I, I really I wanted mean, Shia LaBeouf to I go like I do a Tarzan. <laughs> I like how I've rendered Max speechless by ignoring the Shia LaBeouf part. <laughs> I was done after that. I was like, what is going on? I was done after the nuclear. The fridge, yeah. Fridge, okay. Yeah, they, yeah. they, they do nuke the fridge quite early in that movie. Yeah, they jump a shark huge. Yeah, <laughs> these were the most realistic. Yeah, the same parts. way. The same fair, way yeah. I really appreciated the physics in Ender's Game. I did not appreciate the physics at all in in no, the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. So Wait, there couple, was physics. Yeah, <laughs> uh, a few it's like Skyrim yeah, physics when uh, the the giant hits you with the club and you go. Wee! Yeah, no. We'll see. A few weeks back, we did a we did a, an episode where it was. Uh, science fiction movies that didn't play well with the science, and I chose actually Indiana Jones episode four because of the nuclear <laughs> fridge, and because of the aliens, and because of the the Tarzaning, and because of the the uh, the the ants movie? that care. Yeah, <laughs> just and, a movie. And, well, and then there was the you know I mean there's a, a lot of other things. There's the truck going down onto the tree branches and you know holding up this big army truck on these twig branches. But I mean there's other things that you know. Yeah, the whole movie. Um, yeah, and the writing. 
the writing defies physics too because it opens up a black hole in my soul that just swallows everything. <laughs> Have I mentioned how worried I am about episode five coming out? I'm not. Um, I'm not. I am. I am. The only reason that I'm not is because I'm not going to go see it. Uh, <laughs> oh, I will be. I'll be there opening night. I'll probably end up seeing it anyways because I'm I, a I, indie Yeah, board. I can't miss uh, it. I'm I, an indie person. Yeah. I yeah. just bought you guys another coffee. Great. Good to know. Uh, we're good. We're good there. Uh, so I, I'm doing good. I like this game. <laughs> Max is like, best game ever. I'm winning. <laughs> the Canadian is losing. You tried to get me. You tried to get me with your Indy 4, but it didn't work. Just so you know, that's a coffee for each of us. Whoa, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> what if, okay, so the buy a coffee website is like, what, three bucks a coffee? It's not Something terrible. Like that, yeah. American so, again. Yeah. I'm Canadian. <laughs> I okay, have so only Tim Horton's money. Oh, after the, oh, after oh, the exchange, are you like Tim Horton's good. <laughs> I would like a double double in a box of Timbits, please. Yeah. <laughs> Funny enough, I'm going to be getting a. I'm going to get an ice cap in a box of donuts later. Oh. I am so jealous. I, I, wait, no, there's a Tim Hortons where I'm going tomorrow. I'm getting an ice cap. That's yeah, awesome. I'm driving to one just because I can. <laughs> All right, so. Uh, not that the Bay City Tim Hortons counts as a real Tim Hortons, but it's, it's better close than. Enough. Don't worry, I I I've had it in England. We have a Tim Hortons in England. Hey, I had one. Yeah, there's one in Del, uh, Belfast, one in Glasgow, I believe, and one in London. Hey, whatever gets me the coffee, I'm good. <laughs> all right, so Max had Ender's and game. London, all right. <laughs> all right, so Max had Ender's game. Back to talking about timbits and ice caps. <laughs> I'm trying to ignore it because that's all I want to focus on now. Uh, <laughs> You're welcome. Don't oh. talk. Look, don't talk to a chubby dude about food. <laughs> he hasn't had dinner. All right. As so. a former chubby dude, I can I appreciate the the fact that I, we're we are trying not to talk about food. There you go. Yeah. All right. So Max, uh, clearly you appreciate Ender's Game. Would you encourage other people to watch it? I would encourage other people to watch it and then read it because um, both both media deserve your time. Um, but don't read it first. That's that's the wrong way to do things. All right, that's the bad setup. All right, Phil, yeah. you're next. So, talk to us about Firefly. Firefly is something dear. Underrated? Dear. It's very underrated. Uh, okay. Look, so. <laughs> wow. As we come, look, you have to understand, Mr. Laximus Prime. We are in the world of nerds, right? So, nerds appreciate how beautiful this move, this show is. And but if you take a step back outside of the nerd gasm universe, no one knows about this show. No one cares about this show, and it, you can tell that no one cared about it because Fox, what they did to this beautiful piece of cinema, poor Walsh, okay? you know, and then actually the fandom being strong enough, the like one of the first times the fandom was able to create us well after the star star trek um get us a movie that can at least finish up whedon's vision of this western space opera if you will because this right. is pretty much for nerds a western for anybody else mm -hmm. this is how i sell it to my friends i'm like it's a western yes the brown coats unite i sell it to my friends saying do you like space they're like yeah like space is fun i'm like do you like westerns and they're like who doesn't like a good Western, you know, like a Magnificent Seven, Tombstone. I'm like, well, what about Western in space? And then you get everybody's like, ooh, how does that work? <laughs> and then you properly show them the show in the order they're supposed to. They fall in love with it. They become a brown coat. And then and you crush them. You crush them by saying, yeah, there's no other season. I'm sorry. Have a good night. And you walk out. <laughs> then, you, then you come back the next day with the movie and you're like, enjoy this. And then they're like, oh my God, this is amazing. And then you come to the the, the saddest part of a movie that I've, uh, as a grown man, I will always cry at this. I cry at Bambi and this, this scene in the movie because I am light as a feather on the winds. <laughs> Sorry, I need a moment. Okay, I'm good. It is, I will say it is so underrated. It is amazing how many people on YouTube are doing first time watches of this show Firefly? and i've actually been enjoying watching other people watch this show just that's like, like little kids watching other kids play with toys that's just weird well here's the thing with <laughs> no, because no. of how 
amazing Nathan Fillion has become as an actor and everybody's falling in love with him with all his roles like Castle, uh, Rookie Blues and all the other things he's done and just because he's such a great Canadian. I was going to say, is he Canadian? <laughs> and then you have uh, Alan Taylor. Pardon? What's that, Max? Oh, uh, Nathan Fillion was a Private Ryan in Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, he was in Saving Private, Private Ryan. Ryan. <laughs> like he yes, has all these yeah, great little roles in movies and people come to love it and when they find out that he was one of his first big breaks you know was this epic you know western soap opera in space they they fall in love with it because it's like the writing is amazing the characters are well flat flushed out you, they they all hit stereotypical characters for tv but the actors bring it more to life. And funny enough, I had the uh, the opportunity to talk with one of the uh, special effects supervisors on another podcast. And the, the Enterprise. No, sorry. The Millennium Falcon is actually in this show. Yeah, I've heard that. Um... In the very first scene, when Anara uh, goes to sit down at her console. It's like on a shelf, isn't it, behind him? No. It flies in the background. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, it flies in the All background. Right. Originally, though, the the VX, the the guy who designed that shot from inside Anara's shuttle when she's leaving, it was actually super close, and it was like kind of like from the Fifth Element where Leela is on the uh, edge and the tr the the car comes up. It was supposed to be like that, but. Mm. When they show, he showed it to the other the other VXX, the VFX people, they died laughing because it was like that is way too noticeable. We will get sued. <laughs> yeah, in a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. So they put it all far, far, far. If they do, I would have no problem with that. I heard. Um, I I read something about that that there was a rumor running around that Disney was going to reboot Firefly now that they were in ownership of of some of Fox. You know, well, not some of Fox, but. Majority of, all Fox. of Fox, except yeah. for yeah. news and sports. But, I mean, like, yeah. Do you want to reboot? Well, who wants to like, own Fox like, News? Great. You know, you, you fell in love with these characters, like Nathan Fillion playing. You know, I don't. I, I guess like a, a Firefly universe. You know, where it's like a spinoff would be would be kind of cool, but yeah, yeah. You can't you can't do the same crew. Yeah, you can't replace you yeah. can't replace Malcolm Reynolds. From no. What, what I've I mean, read, Alan it was. Tudyk. Yeah, Alan Tudyk would be a very hard replacement as well. From what I read, it was taking place like twenty years later, and it was like in the same universe, but I think it was just gonna. After, 20 years after the movie, after the, the, the signal went out, yeah. everybody knows about the Reavers. And they were going to do something with Wash's kid, too, weren't they? They were going to pull and have it be Wash's kid in the new series. was yeah. part of the, the talk cool. at one I point. I am 100%. But, okay, here's a question, though. Who would you cast as Walsh's and uh, Gina Torres' kid? Uh, either the sexy dude from... Uh, what's that movie, the show with fancy people? Uh, <laughs> the, sexy Elite? The, the sexy dude with the show oh, from fancy the, people. The guy from no. Bridgerton? Yes! That Why do I understand Max? <laughs> How in the world did you get to Bridgerton from the fancy people with the sexy dude? Fancy the sexy people. dude from the show with the fancy people! Because he's yeah, like... Sexy black guy from the fancy people. Massive <laughs> <like me. laughs> <laughs> See, but okay. I would almost um, go W. Yeah, Diggs, the guy who plays Lafayette in Hamilton, because that would just be hilarious. I can see that too. That's good. That's good shows. But he, here's the question: Would you make so chocolatey, you... but not too chocolatey? <laughs> I, I'm not going to comment on that because I'm not sure how. Right, As a white right person, I'm going to let that chocolate. Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> well, okay. So you have super pale Ellen Tudyk. <laughs> You it's have to make sure that your character is too dark. <laughs> oh man! I mean, I would. I well, would, it was nice. It was nice meeting everybody. We'll be canceled from here on out. Thank you. <laughs> Just gonna I, exit out I, over I, here. I, I, could you imagine? Could you imagine Gina Torres' character in Firefly being your mom? Like that would I'd be, be terrified. terrified. <laughs> Legit terrified. Get away with nothing. No. But here's the thing. Would you have him be a smartass like Walsh or a badass like his mom? Both. Uh, no, it, yeah, it, Why it'd not be, both? It'd be the hybrid, the perfect hybrid. Okay. 
at Deadpool. You know, I, I think that would be a Jane. It would be it would be a strange combination of Jane and Deadpool. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Let's not talk about. Uh, the Baldwin, because he's kind of crazy. Um, just like Ew. all the Baldwins. <laughs> all right. So clearly you enjoy it. I. Oh, it sounds like you would clearly recommend this. I skipped school to, to see the movie. Okay. I skipped school to go see the movie. I was working at a movie theater, and it was release day, and we nice. were allowed to get passes. Like, they would give passes. You can see any movie. And it's release day, and they're like, if it's a brand new release, you can't go see it. This is like at noon. The movie theater just opened. There's no one there. I'm there in a brown coat with my buddy who's also in a brown coat because he got me into Firefly and he he made he was evil by showing me the series and then saying, yeah, it's canceled, by the way. But then the movie came out and I'm like, we're going to see this movie. And my manager's like, it's a new release. We can't give it to you. I'm like, I'm looking around at the theater completely bare. It's empty. And I'm like, really? Do you think you're going to sell it out in the next 20 minutes at a noon showing? For a, sh for a TV show that got canceled two years ago? I, I don't think so. Just let me in, please. So this seems like as good a time as any to tell you guys I've never watched an episode of it. Hold on, I'm putting down my mug. What? Wait. <laughs> like, I, I, is ready to fight. I'm, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> I'm ready to come down there and just like, what? All, all of a sudden, you see me leave this thing? Pop up behind him. What's going on? Just take him to his chair and start um, the one. I I stopped being mad at people for not watching things like. But you get to when you decide to watch it, you get to have an experience. I'm excited for you to watch. It. Like that's oh my. Like that's the attitude I want to have, and 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 I cannot wait for you to watch it at some point in time and tell me how so, much you love. Okay, so just to clarify, the man who hates everything has now liked two things back to back on the show. He 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 reminds me of one of my co-hosts that hates and everything. This is, this is yeah. This I is mean, this is getting scary. When I told John that Max was on with us tonight, he's like, "Yay, somebody grumpier than me." <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll be friends, John. Oh. Don't you worry about it. And we'll it's become on, a leaf on the wind, and it'll be okay. It's on my to-watch list, which, as Kathleen and Nick know, is an ever-growing. List you sound like never, my former co-host. I've never, never actually watched. seen you watch anything on that to watch list. <laughs> I know his to watch list just keeps growing and growing and growing. Firefly, Firefly should be the first thing to, to break through the to watch list. Like it, it is I will I will stop giving you crap about not watching Doctor Who as long as you watch Firefly. Even I've watched yeah, Doctor some episodes much. of Doctor Who. Doctor Who is too much. I've tried watching Doctor Who. I've never tried watching Christopher Eccleston's Doctor is the best Doctor. I'm sorry. I love Christopher Eccleston. Mm. Oh, Phil, you do feel better. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> that's a horrible white boy dancing. I'm sorry. I, I, All right, Nick, we're going to, that's going to be the promo video right there for this episode. <laughs> it's, hey, someone please gift that and send it to me. <laughs> exactly. Afterwards, it's going to be like, hey, but do you feel better? <laughs> How many right. times can we make him dance like that? No, please don't. I'm sweating already. <laughs> at least one more. Yeah, you probably got at least one or two more out of me. All right. So, all right. So, cool. So, that's Firefly. We're going to move on just because of time. Kathleen, tell us about Terra Nova. Terra Nova is another series that got canceled after one season, but it got canceled because they couldn't afford to make dinosaurs it was so expensive you know they they so overdid their cgi expensive. budget massively which can't, is sad couldn't they have just borrowed them from jurassic park yeah they should have used practicals it would have been I, cheaper it really would have been the easier tyrannosaurus, the tyrannosaurus prop still exists but all That's, the skin has like rotted away from it so it's like I don't know if it's still that is terrifying <laughs> to think of. He is like thirty years time. old at this point. I understand her skin rotting away and falling off. But at the same time, I want to see it because I want to see how nightmare fuel it is. <laughs> I'm down. I don't know where it's at, but I know it does exist. Yeah, I remember the show. I watched it. I liked it. Oh, so um, and I I watched it because the 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 two of the main. Uh, characters I, I really liked their work uh steven lang mm -hmm. i liked him he's an amazing actor and underrated uh, 
Very much so. Very much so. Uh, and Jason O'Mara, who's actually a phenomenal voice actor as well, the voice of Batman and much, much of the DC Warner Brothers Batman I am animation. I'm not a Jason O'Mara Batman fan. I well, he's he's no, there, look. There's no he's no Kevin Conroy. Okay, nobody's I Kevin Conroy. Something tonight that Max didn't like. Obviously, who is? But and, but, and that's uh, to no, say I that just, I, I don't I don't feel him. It's it's not a slight to Jason to say he's no Kevin Conroy because that's like saying that uh, somebody else's Joker is not Mark Hamill's. You know, it, it's like just being right. said in yeah. the same sentence as legends of Conroy yeah. and yeah. Uh, like, I, I think Gomaro does an, an amazing job as Batman. Mm -hmm. Just as I think there's a couple other really good Jokers out there, uh, which we just interviewed Richard Epcar, who I think does a phenomenal job as Joker. Um, there is but, a fun trivia about Terra Nova, though, that the fences around Terra Nova were bought from the producers from leftover in inventory from Jurassic Park. Hmm. So they did use some of Jurassic Park. They just, should have There's not enough of Jurassic Park. <laughs> They went with the wrong parts of Jurassic Park. <laughs> yeah. 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 <clears throat> Maybe skip one fence and, and get another Triceratops. I want to see him like showing up like like uh, Dave Chappelle be like, hey, y'all got any more of them Tyrannosaurus Rexes over there? <laughs> <laughs> and I, I have to give Fox credit because they did they did pull out all the stops with Terra Nova. They wanted it to be the next big thing. They wanted it to be big and spectacular. And then unfortunately, its viewership did not match its budget. It didn't get a movie, though. It did not get a movie. It also <laughs> ended... There, there's already three <laughs> movies of that. Uh, wait, sorry. How many of Jurassic Park do we have? I don't think we need another one. like seven now. Uh, I don't think we need another one. Uh, However, on the Jurassic Park tangent, Camp Cretaceous is amazing. I'll check it out. It's the, their Netflix little kids show. Yeah, it's actually really cool. That's not technically little kids. Okay, so it's supposed to be for like <laughs> preteens. I'm a preteen. My, I kid, a preteen. <laughs> my kid, my assumed to be three year old, loves it. Perpetually twelve. All right. <laughs> so <laughs> until one day you wake up and all of a sudden you're eighty. Man, yeah. I felt so. That's what I felt I, like this morning. Okay, good to know. Yesterday. No, as a, as a man, we we don't age past thirteen, mentally. We don't go past thirteen. <laughs> no, I I worked in nursing homes. You really don't. I had a discussion. <laughs> I had a discussion about that with my dad earlier. I'll tell you later. That's <laughs> that's a whole different thing. That's that's a whole different. <laughs> that's topic. for uh, funny sci show, uh, funny sci fi, science fiction <laughs> podcast after dark. After dark. Funny side show. I actually like that. I think we're going with funny side show now. <laughs> Tune in later for, day, I'm I'm tripping over my own tongue. Tune in later for funny sci-fi after, after dark. dark. <laughs> All right, so cool. Yeah, I, I agree. I think I think Terra Nova was also a very good show. I don't think it got nearly the publicity or the push from Fox that it needed to get. It did for the first episode or two, and then they kind of like they backed way off from it. So yeah, and I feel like if they had if they had committed better to it, it would have. It would have lasted. It would have worked. Yeah. My question: so. Did it did it air on Fridays? Probably. I don't remember Thursday. It was either Thursday, Wednesday, or Thursday. It was a stupid night. Yeah. Okay. Because I know. Because speaking with the the guy from Firefly, the VX, the the visual effects guy, he said they were originally supposed to be the replacement for the X Files on Sunday night because X Files was ending and Firefly was supposed to take in that gap. But then they decided to go all comedy for some reason on uh, Sunday night, and then they gave them the death spot on a Friday night. Like Friday, you don't you put right. reruns of silly shows. Like no one's watching that, especially the demographic for the for that show. They're not they're, they're out drinking and partying on a Friday night. They're not watching Firefly. To be fair, the nerds are probably watching Firefly. That's why it got such a <laughs> great response from the nerds. Well, but they weren't, they weren't watching while it was on TV. They watched it when it came on DVD. <laughs> yeah. And apparently they watch other people watch it on YouTube. So That's only yes. now. That's more recent. <laughs> you know what? You can judge me all you want. <laughs> I don't judge you. I I I stream. I, I watch Twitch and watch people play video games at times because I'm like bored out of my mind because there's nothing good on YouTube. Same here. I, I watch people like, play D and D, so it's okay. The problem That's kind of sad like a, though. <laughs> TV 
science fiction show is that like so much like it's really easy to be gimmicky for you know for a, like a dinosaur show or you know a, a space opera western <laughs> <laughs> um and and just because these ones were executed very well i feel like a lot of people just pass because they're like i'm not gonna watch stupid dinosaur show you know that and, and yeah probably like, so if they don't give it the backing that they you know that that it deserves then it's just gonna wither on the vine right hmm. when people didn't realize that Yes, there's dinosaurs in it, but that is not what the show was about. But they saw dinosaurs in the ads, and they're like, oh. There was was a great story behind it. Yeah. All right, let's keep moving on. Uh, If you have an opportunity, go look up Terra Nova. You will not be disappointed. It is only one season, but it's a phenomenal show. You will be disappointed when it ends. Okay, you'll be disappointed in that. I mean, hey, it's it's a short watch. It's not a huge commitment. That's right. Absolutely. All right, Nick, (laughs) talk to us about Titan A.E. So this has a huge, like the casting was excellent. You had Bill Pullman, Matt Damon, Drew Barrymore, uh, Nathan Lane, uh, Ron Perlman. There might be some others in there that are really big names, but it was just, it was just a large, like sci-fi, like who's who. Yeah. Yeah. So who's who? No, no, no. It was a who's who in this. This movie was a who's who of sci-fi legends. It just all the cast members and who they were playing. Who's this and who's that? No. I love the word. Wait, are you asking me who? (laughs) (laughs) No. This this movie like Titan A.E. is one of my favorite animated movies. That's cool. Just be just because it's so good. Yeah, it was a little more on the adult side of the um, animation Animated. of mm-hmm. things. And, like, the writing was excellent, and they had a lot of, like, just really good moments, and it was pretty action-packed for the cartoon, and it was just... If if I could have a series of that, I would love to have a series of Titan AE and, like, draw out the world a lot more and just the humor is great and question did this come out at around the same the same time as treasure island or treasure Treasure planet Planet. um this was 2000 yeah this was in 2000 i think i want to say the treasure planet came out late 90s uh no 2002 yeah yeah, Treasure Planet came out in 02, and uh, Titan AE was in 2000. Okay. So it was right before they tried doing the 3D animation stuff. Yeah. Or Disney. Yeah. No, the, the, but I, I really do like, dig the art style in Titan AE. I, I am also one of the appreciators of that one. But, but yeah, it kind of just went nowhere. Like, nobody really bought on. Yeah, my son Parker would agree with you, Nick. Parker absolutely loved it. Mm-hmm. Um. I remember that was he went through this whole phase where it was Toy Story One, Toy Story Two, and then he just like repeat those movies for a while, and then it, <laughs> and, like all day long, those were the only two movies that made it made it into the into the player. Uh, and then after a while, it became Titan AE and actually Treasure Planet. He would go back and forth between those two um, because he liked both of the stories in those. So, it's it's for me any show or any movie that deals with space automatically i have to see it i one of my goals in life is to get into space well it's actually stand on a ship like a spaceship like be captain of a spaceship but i'll take like just getting into space like at this point like looking at how much time is left i'm like look befriend elon musk get him get him to put me on a spaceship get me up into space and then come back i'll be happy like pull a Richard Branson, and, just like you know, somewhat into space, and then come back. I'll be happy. That's all I want. I can die a happy man. But when I see a movie that deals with just space travel or anything, I'm like, yes, please, one hundred percent. Here's my money. It, it was the giant robots for me. I, uh, <laughs> I thought we'd be at giant robots by now, and and we are. <laughs> if you go to Japan, if you go to Japan, they There's have one. giant robot restaurants, right? Yeah, but like I want a functioning giant robot with like a laser sword. So I can't promise you the laser but sword, can, but there I is. I want two... freaking sharks with freaking laser. Beams. 
Right? I mean, I thought this would be commonplace by now. <laughs> no, you can thank the uh, the, rep- no. uh, the 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 capitalists for that. Yeah. <sighs> All right. So clearly, we're, I'm I'm kind of speedballing through here because we got about ten minutes left. Nick, clearly. <laughs> You appreciate Titan A.E. We all do, sounds like. And I've think- never seen it. Yes, very good. <laughs> <laughs> You've like, not hey, seen it? I look I forward- not seen it. It's on her list. I look it's forward to your opportunity to watch it. Wait, wait. Your yes. husband, is John still in the... Is John, oh, yeah, are you here? still out there. John, you need to make her watch this. Listen to the, this. Put it uh, on the board. It should be the first DVD you put into your DVD player, PlayStation, or whatever you use the next time you have date night with your wife. <laughs> I don't like care if there's going to be no sexy time you. afterwards. <laughs> Get her to watch this movie. It's, it's, you have to promise me this. I'm talking there, to you. You're gonna have to, you're gonna have to keep it up. There might not be any leading up to it either. So. <laughs> Sorry, John. And Tim. <laughs> All right. So last one. Uh, I went back to 1986, and she's gone. And John says, Titan AE is now at the top of my list, Phil. I did it! <laughs> and uh, Kathleen is trying not to die on us, apparently. I'm good! All right. Look, there's color in my face again. All right, so I went back to 1986 and picked a movie that has been literally slammed by every single critic, I think, known to man. I think uh, Rotten Tomatoes gives it a score of like 14%. Isn't it the lowest score ever on Rotten Tomatoes? Nope. There's zeros. No, there's zeros out there. <laughs> uh, so it's not the worst movie ever done, but it's slammed by pretty much everybody. Now I have to um, figure out what the worst movie from Rotten Tomatoes is. Sorry, continue. But I picked it because it's so bad that it's good. I think I know what it is. Go ahead. What is it? Howard the Duck. It is Howard the Duck. Okay, so it is so awfully campy and ridiculous and just horrible that it, that you find yourself loving the movie. Um, I mean, honestly, it should have been a, a pretty decent show because it had, again, decent cast. Now, you consider the time, early, you know, mid-80s, Leah Thompson was hot, uh, just coming off of Back to the Future. Um, you, you had uh, Jeffrey Jones, who was in... Um, uh, he was the principal in uh, Ferris Bueller. Uh, Tim Robbins was was growing as an actor at that time. He was still pretty young. Some some things like that. And, George Lucas behind it. Yeah, I mean, this should have been a really this this had opportunity to be a really well casted movie. Um, there's there's some other actresses actors and actresses you know, like Holly Robinson. Pete was in it. Um, she was one of the ladies in the the all girl band that that. Uh, um, they were all a part of part of the. They called it Cherry Bomb. Um, but yeah, there's 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 a lot of there's one. It's one of those movies that as it's going through, you see people come on the screen. You go, oh yeah, I know that person. Oh yeah, I know that person. Um, even though you don't know their names because they're just they're really good character actors. And John is still doing his Titan AE research. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a, it's I'll Dune. watch Titan AE over trying to watch Dune ever again. There you go, John. You're welcome. So, um, I think uh, Drayton's referring to the worst movie ever, Welfare Check, I'm assuming? Or is he doing a welfare check on us? Because who knows at this point? It's a little bit of both. It's a little bit of both. I'm losing body mass and water because I'm sweating because I decided to put on my big light. So, uh, your lighting looks fantastic, though. Thank you. It's bringing out the paleness of me. But you, you you look really nice, Phil. Thank you. It's mainly so, to get like my sponsored, uh, you know, stuff really well done, so well, everybody exactly. can see it. Exactly. So one of the things that I found most most interesting about this movie that I found out years later that Robin Williams was actually tied to this movie originally, and he quit after a couple days on set because he he just wasn't going to do it. So they had another. <laughs> he was originally supposed to be the voice of Howard the Duck. Now, if you think about that. Now, they had a guy named Chip Zine do the movie, um, which he's been in a bunch of different things over the years. But Robin Williams, you can you can Google this. You can look it up. Robin Williams was supposed to be the voice of Howard the Duck. That would have been phenomenal. That would have made the movie. That would have been sweet. Because yeah. all I can think of now is the genie from Aladdin as a duck. <laughs> right. I, I don't duck. think they could have – the puppet – You could they couldn't have kept up with Robin Williams, though. It, it might have looked terrible. 
No, that that mouth yeah, wouldn't have been able to move a, fast enough. That puppet mouth. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like even though I mean, there's a real person inside the costume. That you know that was uh, uh, that was Ed Gale, who's actually from Plainwell, Michigan, an hour south of where I live. Um, <laughs> I did my research. I checked. <laughs> you learned. And Ed, if you're watching, I was only slightly stalking. It's called research. Um, <laughs> just, a little, just a little bit. I learned Slight, my lesson slight. today. No, no trouble with a little light stalking. You so, were you were owned today on the making. I was. Did your research. So we 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 had an episode this afternoon that we recorded with a, a fantastic voice actor named Michael Bell. That'll be coming out in a, in a probably about uh, eight to ten weeks. We're, we're that far behind in our <laughs> our, which is awesome. It's nice. It's a batching. It's yeah. batching, and it's the smartest thing to do to avoid pod fade. So. Let's see. <laughs> Listen to him. He's really smart. He knows this stuff. Anyway, um, so anyway, we 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 were talking about you know he was uh, played a character on Star Wars Rebels, uh, General Dodonna, who's also in, um, uh, Bad Batch. No, well, no, he's he's in Rebels, but he's also in uh, A New Hope. And so I was like, I was like, yeah. So was, I know you were only a couple episodes of Rebels, but your character has a really important function to the rebellion going into new hope so what was it like being you know you know being brought into the universe or something like that and he's like well i was already part of the universe i'm like i'm sorry wait what (laughs) yeah he had an uncredited role in new hope he did a voiceover part for somebody who lucas didn't like their original voice he came in did did some voiceover work and was uncredited you will not find it on the movie yeah i know it's not but still it's on the wikipedia page I don't feel like you got research owned on that one. Like, I, if you did. Credited, like, how are you? Oh, I did. To know? Like, that would be that would be for real stalking. If you're like, oh no, I knew you did that voice. Like, I heard it and I knew it was you. <laughs> John also says, I'm imagining the disc jockey from Good Morning Vietnam as Howard the Duck. It's hilarious and amazing yeah. in my brain. I want to visit John's brain because it seems like a fun place. Dangerous, scary, scary place. It's it's a dangerous and scary place that sometimes I like to visit. Uh, <laughs> his brain is what told him to marry me. So his brain is also what told us that we should take the Muppets and make a musical version of Dune. So uh, <laughs> like the look on Phil's face. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are saying dangerous, scary place. I hear fun times. <laughs> magical wonderland of Muppets and darkness. Listen, I already have a dangerous. Thing that's up here that's called a brain um, and uh, just worried about you folks the pressure to be interesting can take its toll I don't try and be interesting I just am that's how yeah, cocky and arrogant I am alright so uh, let's move on real quick we're, we're running out of time here um, very quickly Max where can people find out more about you guys uh, we are Three Geeks Podcast. Um, check us out on YouTube, uh, Twitter, Three Geeks Podcast. It's it's all Three Geeks and all podcasts. Um, our website is www.threegeeks.ninja, the most badass website on the internet. And come check us out. We've got all kinds of reviews and podcasts and stuff. All right, Phil, where can people find out more about the Phil Better Experience? So if you want to find me, just follow me on Instagram at podcaster Phil Better. If you want to listen to uh, one of my shows, Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast, where I interview entrepreneurs, you can find me at uh, www.investinyourselfpod.com. You want to see any more geekdom, I do two shows for uh, geeks, one on Saturdays called The Phil Better Show because I'm a narcissist, where we review a movie with my buddy Aaron Talks Film, the pop culture expert. But I also do one on uh, movies with the real boys every Monday and Friday night. Uh, It's a fun show, by the way. It is. It is. It's a lot of work, though, because I have to watch so many horrible movies. We don't have to watch Dune, but I'm making Michael watch Boondock Saints and he really hates that movie and I can't wait. <laughs> that is a guilty pleasure yeah. of mine. It is. It's so uh, I'll I will also I'll save it for next time. I'll tease for the All next right. time. <laughs> All right, but as a reminder, we released an episode last Friday with legendary voice actor Larry Kenny. The men you might know best for the li- the voice of Lion-O in the Thundercats. Let's check out this video. Sword of Omens, come to my hand. I, Lion-O, command it. 
Hi, this is Larry Kenny, the voice of Lionel, welcoming you to the Funny Science Fiction Podcast. Thundercats! Oh! I only mostly giggled for like an hour after that. <laughs> oh, I am was... so incredibly Jelly. jealous. Oh, it was great. I it was so a great right episode. And you can still find that episode of Funny Science Fiction on our YouTube channel and your favorite audio podcast providers. Now, as a reminder, coming up, this upcoming Friday. Jelly. What's that? I said I have grape and strawberry jelly. <laughs> so many flavors of jelly over there. Now, uh, this upcoming Friday, for our release this Friday of Funny Science Fiction Podcast, we are really excited to be able to share this video with you. This is our guest, Astronaut Abby. Hi, this is Astronaut Abby, and welcome to the Funny Science Fiction Podcast. So just a really brief uh, intro. She's really cool. Uh, Abby is an ambassador for the International Space Station and the, the STEM programs uh, as well. She's also an author, a TEDx speaker, and a massive Star Wars fan, which is how I, I met up with her. Uh, it's a very cool episode. We hope you guys enjoy it as much as we did. We had a ton of fun. You can find that on Friday on your YouTube channel and, of course, your favorite audio podcast destination. And that's it, guys. That's the show. I almost picked Star Wars for my underrated movie, but I'm really? like, man, I would have kicked him out so fast. <laughs> I'd be like, everybody, like everybody, say goodbye to Max. He was here. He got here late. He's gonna be gone fast. <laughs> All right. Well, All right, everybody. That's our show. That's the show. Thanks, guys. Bye. Take care. On behalf of the rest of the hosts of Funny Science Fiction, we'd like to thank you for listening to this episode. If you'd like to be a guest on one of our future episodes, please contact us by means of our Facebook group funny science fiction you can find us on twitter or instagram using the handle at funny sci-fi or you can go to draytonallen.com and click the contact me link at the bottom of the page thanks again hope you enjoyed the episode